0: Deep cover patriot does not endorse terrorism or violence the united states constitution and the bill of rights provide remedies for redress of grievances look to the founders first for guidance on the preservation of the republic Hello, patriots and other interested parties. May the presence of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, be in every part of your life. Today is Thursday, February 24th, 2022. I am Deep Cover Patriot, and the Republic stands. This has been a week of incredible shifts in reality. Russia has finally acted upon the need to secure its borders and protect its people, and with that, the communist tyrants in control of the United States finally have a new mechanism by which they can distract the American people from the steep descent into a third world reality. Europe has seen the impotence of NATO and the hubris of Germany. China is readying themselves to go into Taiwan at any moment and to ensure that the pandemic is alive and well, the Queen of England has conveniently tested positive for COVID. The following is from a Daily Mail report that, quote, Scientists found genetic material owned by Moderna in the COVID virus's spike protein. They identified a tiny snippet of DNA code that is identical to part of a gene patented by the vaccine maker three years before the pandemic. It was discovered in SARS-CoV-2's unique furin cleavage site, the part that makes it so good at infecting people and separates it from other coronaviruses. The structure has been one of the focal points of debate about the virus's origin, with some scientists claiming it could not have been acquired naturally. The international team of researchers suggest the virus may have mutated to have a furin cleavage site during experiments on human cells in a lab. They claim there is a one in three trillion chance Moderna's sequence randomly appeared through natural evolution. Unquote. As of this writing, oil is at $94 a barrel after having briefly gone to $100 today. Gas prices have already begun to go up and diesel is at about $135 a barrel. Nine Chinese aircraft entered Taiwan's air defense identification zone in the hours following Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Taiwanese air assets were scrambled in response, according to Taiwan's defense ministry. The groundwork is laid. For a perfect storm of worldwide war and economic disaster. Ukraine. On Monday the 21st, Russia recognized two breakaway regions of Ukraine as independent states under Russian protection, the Donetsk People's Republic and the Lugansk People's Republic. These regions are entirely made up of Russian nationals regardless of what anyone believes, the right of a people to determine their fate and to declare their independence from a dictatorship, such as that in Ukraine, should be supported. These regions declared their independence in 2014. This is not a sudden recognition of their sovereignty. This event was forced by the NWO and Biden and answered by Putin. To those who tell me that Putin is part of the NWO and that our interests are not being represented, I say this. Our interests are no longer on the table. Putin is protecting Russia and Russians, and Biden is protecting the NWO. On Monday night, the UN Security Council held a special meeting to address this. I watched in its entirety. The world representatives overwhelmingly parroted the NWO party line. Russia is the only country in this without a central bank backed by the NWO, just as was Libya under Gaddafi. Speaking on December 27th, Vladimir Zirinovsky, leader of the Liberal Democratic Party of Russia, announced to the world what Russia would be doing. Quote, At 4 a.m. on 22 February, you'll feel our new policy. I'd like 2022 to be peaceful, but I love the truth. For 70 years, I've said the truth. It won't be peaceful. It will be a year when Russia once again becomes great. Unquote. That was on December 27th. Zhirinovsky told us the exact date and time that Russia would begin operations in Ukraine. Is this why the NWO and Biden have been so hysterical in their pronouncements of war? To look as though they were somehow on top of what could happen because they knew what would happen? Well, this speech was given to the Duma posted by a White House pool reporter and confirmed by Russian translators. Apparently, no one else paid much attention. At this writing, Russian peacekeeping forces have entered the Lugansk and the Donetsk People's Republics, respectively, to secure the citizens and provide protection from what will no doubt be aggressive advances by NATO forces under the command of the New World Order. It should also be noted that today, several fighters of the 57th Separate Motorized Infantry Brigade of the Ukrainian Armed Forces voluntarily laid down their weapons and defected to the Lugansk People's Republic side, a correspondent of the Lugansk Inform Center in the Krimskoye Settlement Reports. Today, the Pentagon confirmed that the U.S. will deploy some 7,000 troops to Germany. Chairman Joe said U.S. troops will not enter Ukraine, which means they most certainly will, and that they will only defend NATO territory. Biden told reporters that the troops headed overseas were part of the force that was put on elevated alert last month. The Pentagon later clarified that the unit involved is an armored brigade combat team and its support elements. If you are uncertain as to what to think about this situation, look at it this way. Whatever Biden supports is bad for us and good for him. The U.S. Trucker Convoy The U.S. Trucker Convoy is moving right along to D.C. There is not a lot to report as of yet, but we do know that National Guard and militarized police will await them. D.C. has already begun blocking the roads around the Beltway, and fenced walls again, this time topped with razor wire, are being installed all over the capital city. Cernovich tweeted earlier, quote, wouldn't go near the trucker convoy. One was suggested in 2020 and didn't happen. Now, all of a sudden, you don't need to be that savvy to see what's being set up, Unquote. Indeed. Representative Ruben Gallego, Democrat of Arizona, called for the trucks of protesters to be stolen and then given away to Democrat supporters. Gallego made the call in response to a news headline that stated, quote, trucker convoy could shut down D.C. Beltway tomorrow, unquote. Gallego tweeted, quote, perfect time to impound and give the trucks to small trucking companies looking to expand their business, unquote. Canada, Tyranny on Wednesday, February twenty third, Trudeau announced that he will be ending the use of the Emergency Act. It must be noted that the Senate was set to vote and passage of the Act was very much in doubt. Perhaps the Senate could not be bought. Perhaps Castro Jr.'s lock on the MPs doesn't translate to the Senate. Prior to Trudeau's capitulation on the Emergencies Act, Senator Pierre Dalphon, a Trudeau's appointee and former judge, announced that he would be voting against the Emergencies Act because he believes it violates Section 8 of the Charter, quote, the right to be secure against unreasonable search or seizure, unquote. Meanwhile, the Ontario Ministry of Transportation closed 39 trucking companies, police made over 200 arrests, and Ottawa police report that they have towed 115 vehicles, and convoy organizer Tamara Lick has been jailed and denied bail. She is facing up to 10 years in prison. Trudeau is a tyrant, and Canada will never be free again until he is gone and all of his Parliament toadies with him. U.S. Military Readiness The following is paraphrased from the EconomicCollapseBlog.com. Quote, If we are going to have a war with Russia, perhaps we should determine if our military is actually prepared to fight such a war first. At one time, the U.S. possessed the greatest fighting machine ever assembled. But decades of neglect, incompetence, and cultural deterioration have taken a devastating toll. Just look at what happened in Afghanistan. After nearly two decades of fighting, we couldn't even defeat a ragged bunch of drug dealers and goat herders known as the Taliban. In fact, the Taliban appears to be even stronger today than when we first invaded. And now we think that we can take on the Russian military. Sadly, the truth is that we aren't ready for any sort of a major conflict at this stage. Earlier this week, I came across an article that explained that only about 7 out of every 10 Air Force planes is even capable of flying right now. The latest numbers show that the Air Force has made no progress in improving the readiness of its planes with a rate of 71.5%, or 7 out of 10 planes in 2021. The United States Air Force is supposed to have mission-capable rates of 75 to 80%, But about the only aircraft that meet that criteria are the unmanned drones. The high ratings of the drones disguise the fact that the actual numbers, when broken down by aircraft, are worse. The F-35As, the fifth-generation fighters that would be crucial in countering any sizable aerial engagement with Communist China, dropped catastrophically from 76% to 68.8% and when members of the U.S. Army were asked if their units were ready to fight, the survey results were depressingly low. In a survey of more than 5,400 soldiers and civilians of different ranks conducted by the U.S. Army in July and August of 2020, 14% of respondents said their unit would be ready to deploy, fight, and win anywhere in the world immediately. Some 13% of those surveyed said they would need more time, while 3% said they would be ready to go in a week, and 4% in a month. The U.S. Navy is not in great shape either. Right now, our Navy consists of only 296 vessels. In fiscal year 2022, fleet size stays about the same, at 296 ships. Previously ordered ships arrive in large numbers, but the Navy retires 15 ships, 10 early. Navy active duty personnel decreased by 1,600 to 346,200. 296 ships may sound like a lot, but for a superpower like the United States, it is actually a pathetically low number. In fact, the number of ships in our fleet has almost been cut in half since Ronald Reagan's second term in office. More than 70% of young Americans remain unable to join the military due to obesity, education problems, or crime and drug records. According to a U.S. Army major, America's youth are living a sedentary life that makes them fragile, prone to injury, and harder to successfully and easily transition from civilian life to the military. The news comes from an official press release posted on the Defense Visual Information Distribution Service, a hub of official pictures, videos, and news published by the Pentagon. When one military official was asked about this, he stated that this generation actually has weak skeletons which, quote, break more easily, unquote. Captain Lydia Blunden, Assistant Chief of Physical Therapy at Leonard Wood Army Community Hospital, detailed the kind of injuries she's seen in the so-called Nintendo generation, quote, We see injuries ranging from acute fractures and falls to tears in the ACL to muscle strains and stress fractures with the overwhelming majority of injuries related to overuse, she said. The United States is in no way prepared to engage militarily on a large scale. When James Madison said... Oppressors can tyrannize only when they achieve a standing army, an enslaved press, and a disarmed populace. I don't think he counted on the American people being overtaken with generations of excess, dependency, medicated ignorance, and illness, willing to forego their civic responsibility in exchange for a government that would think for them, act for them, and control every aspect of their lives. An American people so bound to the work-debt wheel that they have neither the time nor the inclination to fight for their freedom and the preservation of the Republic. With clot-shot deaths increasing in number all over the world, the ever-growing threat of death from violent crime, tens of millions of abortions, starvation, famine, overdoses, and war, the world population will begin dropping exponentially and in ever more apparent numbers. And it is war that will be the mechanism to accelerate that die-off. We are now likely going to be at war very soon. A world war for the third time since 1914. And this will be the last war. We are nearing the end of the age of a free-willed mankind and entering the age of evil, satanic world dominance. Jesus, please return soon and deliver your people. Maranatha. God help us all. Stay safe. Be vigilant. Pray. 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 Remember to call upon the name of Jesus Christ. Neither is there salvation in any other. For there is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. I pray in Jesus' name, God have mercy upon me, a sinner. May God bless you and God save the Republic. Amen.
1: We are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence, on infiltration instead of invasion, on subversion instead of elections, on intimidation instead of free choice, on guerrillas by night Instead of armies by day it is a system which has conscripted vast human and material resources into the building of a tightly knit highly efficient machine that combines military diplomatic intelligence economic scientific and political operations its preparations are concealed not published its mistakes are buried not headlined its dissenters are silenced Not praised. No expenditure is questioned, no rumor is printed, no secret is revealed.